People like to think that millennials are out to ruin the world. The truth is, we're just trying to survive it. Join me as I navigate through life the best way I know how, with a few laughs and a bottle of wine. My name is Josh Gunderson, and this is The Millennial Agenda. Hey, party people, and welcome back to another episode of The Millennial Agenda. How, how y'all, how y'all holding up? You doing good? Doing, you had a good week since the last time you listened to me? I hope so. I hope so. It is, it is February, which can only mean one thing. An impeachment hearing? We're setting a weird precedent for annual events here in the good old US of A, aren't we? This is two years in a row. Let's not let's not make this an annual thing. But alas, I'm not I'm not talking about politics today. I don't have the energy for it. My brain has melted. I ended up watching the hearings like it was like a train wreck. I couldn't look away and I watched it all week long. So my mental health is in the toilet. I'm actually here to talk about something worse than politics fucking valentine's day a day when your news feed is full of all your happy couple friends talking about how much they love each other and pictures of gifts they received and flowers and and engagements oh the engagements oh man don't even don't get me never never propose to me on valentine's day if you're someone who's planning on proposing to me valentine's day is not the day to do it I was I one year I did Magic Kingdom solo wearing a single rider shirt, which is available at the merch shop. Check that out. Link in the bio. Um, <laughs> and I witnessed four Magic Kingdom in front of Cinderella Castle proposals, and I have never wanted to just walk up to somebody more and backhand them. So don't don't ever do that. And then don't like. Ugh. It, it makes you just want to vomit all over the place. But not to worry, I'm still very single, so there's none of that shit here. Plus, this posts the day after Valentine's Day, so really extra none of that here. Instead, I'm going to flash you back quickly to January, when one of my guests, you recall, uh, Caitlin Fisher, convinced me to give virtual speed dating a try. Not in-person speed dating because pandemic, but virtual. And I did. And it went about as well as you would expect. And that is the story that I'm here to finally share with y'all today. People have been bugging me about it. And Casey and I actually recorded this episode the day after I did the speed dating, but I kept having to push it back because of other stuff going on. Um, but yeah, spoiler alert, I couldn't do this alone. So I'm welcoming back to the podcast, Casey! You'll know Casey as the host of the Single Rider podcast the co-host of the Resident Service Podcast, and the creator of Parkbound Buttons. You'll also recognize her soothing voice from a previous episode of this very podcast entitled Influencer, I Hardly Know Her, where we bitched about influencer culture because we could. So I asked Casey to come back to hear my tortured tale of speed dating online during a pandemic, and I'm very excited to finally be sharing it with all of you. So there is really only one thing left to do. Let's get to it. Hi, Casey. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back in 2021. I know you're you're now on the repeat offender list. Oh no. 
of the millennial it's a good list to be on okay I, well you you said it in a way that made it seem like i don't want to be on that list uh we'll see we'll see how the episode <laughs> goes the last we talked was it you on my podcast or was it me on your podcast i do not remember i think it was you on my podcast i think okay i'm not I, sure you know the what? timeline you know i'm pretty sure it was now that i think about it yeah that that makes sense and we we're we're gonna be talking about the same stuff which is just fucking dating dating <laughs> because i so I'll, I'll i'll set you up with this so i uh, i had a guest on my podcast at the beginning of the year um an author caitlin fisher they wrote a wonderful book called the gaslighting of the millennial generation and i happened to find them just completely by accident and reached out and i was like do you want to come on my podcast and talk about this? Cause it's very much on brand for me. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. And over the course of our conversation, Caitlin discussed how they met their partner and it was at speed dating. And oh. I was like, okay. And it was so funny. Cause they were like, yeah, I went in giving zero fucks, expecting nothing. I looked like crap and ended up meeting this dude. And I'm like, okay. And while we're talking, I'm Googling virtual speed dating because, you know, pandemic. Yeah. And I found an event in Orlando. Well, like, you know, virtually in Orlando. It was gay speed dating in Orlando. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then the joke kind of became, like, the entry fee for it was 27 bucks and some change. And I'm like, I will do this if I can get somebody else to pay for it. So I posted it on my social because I promised I would. And sure enough, somebody donated the entry fee via Venmo along with enough money to get some booze. And your boy was signed up for virtual speed dating. Wow. And now and then then you it's like I can't I can't turn back now. Like I have to do this. Like someone invested in me so now you're yeah. stuck i was i was fully committed so i was like okay this is this is because i don't know if you've been doing are you still are you still apping it up in in the the texas yeah i'm on hinge and bumble i just got back on bumble you know because there's just nothing else to live <laughs> for so i'm back on these and it's not great it's not fun it's honestly the worst so yeah so yeah i'm i'm back and it's just whatever uh see i i i want to but i don't because like i mean i've talked about it before we uh my friend meg came on and we did uh an episode not too long ago about trying to like date in the pandemic and it was i, I actually i think it was i think we recorded the same day i recorded your podcast i went from i was just talking about my dating life for way too long that day <laughs> and like it just didn't go well like i met someone and then after we met for the first time he just straight up ghosted me and like yeah I, we we had been talking for months before we finally met and i'm like i just don't want this and so i ended up i've i've since deleted it i have not been on any app in a very long time and i was actually thinking about it today and I'm like, oh, you could just do it. But I'm like, and it's the same thing I said to you before. I was, it, I feel like I'm catfishing people because the only pictures I have of me, I don't look like that right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I, uh, it, and it's just so frustrating because people are, 
the worst. Yeah. So. And I just I just feel like everyone is like weird right now. Like everyone's not in great places, but we would like to be. And it's like it's not any of our faults. It's just, you know, we're like cooped up. We don't have jobs. We're we can't see our friends. So everyone's just a little bit broken in some ways. And so then like add in like trying to meet a new person a day and we're just all like acting like we've never dated before in our lives. You know, it's like things happen. You're like, what is what? Like, why? Like, like I'll be talking to someone and I'm like, this person's talking like a robot. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's and I mean, and people in the like the real world are equally as awful so i'm just like i i don't know how to i don't wanna anymore like i've just been like every every single person i talked to last night of course like you have the arbitrary conversation like oh what do you do and uh, what nothing i do fucking nothing right now and the look (laughs) that i like the looks that i'm like dude pandemic i got laid off from my job and i'm now competing with what 30,000 cast members and team members and the rest of Florida for any, I can't even get a bartending job right now. Like, yeah, because it's like bars are barely open. Yeah. I mean, people are hiring bartenders, but like, it's so competitive right now. Yeah. And like, I, I've, you know, trying to look for jobs in my field and even that's, because I mean, also the problem is there's people like, oh, we're looking for social media managers, and the people that are looking for social media managers don't actually understand what that job means. Yeah, and it's it's a whole other frustrating situation. I think I talked to Caitlin a little bit about it because I I did actually get a job, great job, great pay. I made it three weeks, and I was like, you don't understand what the job that you hired me for is, and I'm sick of trying to explain it to you, and you're also kind of a dick. So bye. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I'm like, I'm sorry that like the words I'm on unemployment came out of my mouth and offended you so much, but <laughs> like, but it's like, if you live in Orlando, you should really know what's happening in Orlando. You know, it's like, how do you, how do you live in Orlando and not realize that? Yeah. The majority of people there were working at the parks and 32,000 of them from Disney alone, we're laid off, you know, like, like, hello, like, <laughs> well, that's the funny part. So I, so I get it. So the, actually the way the whole thing was set up was actually very interesting. Um, you kind of, you, you start off, you go to the website that you're supposed to, it's like a weird zoom hybrid situation. And you're like the system, like automatically just pairs you with somebody and you get about seven minutes to chat, which seems that's like a long so time. Many- but it, it went really fast though. Okay, that's good. But so I get the first guy and I had seen him in like the virtual waiting room and like we can't hear each other, we can just see each other and I'm I'm like weighing my options uh, out of the few people that I can see and I'm like, ah, "I guess I'm like, ah, oh, he's he's you know, he's kind of good looking in his tiny little Brady Bunch square, so <laughs> we'll see how this goes." And he ended up being the first one that I was paired up with and immediately I was like, "Oh, no, I am not attracted to you at oh, all. No. And and then like so we're chatting, and I'm like, it's you know, it's not a bad conversation. I can make conversation with anybody. And we're just chatting along, and he's just like the more he talks, the more I'm like, I'm I 
I could not engage in longer than seven minutes with you because your voice makes me want to punch you a lot. And he ended up spending way too much time joking about being a Trump supporter because yeah. like we like we had like arbitrary like oh how was your day what'd you do today and for me i was like i watched the inauguration i worked out and i went to target and now i'm here and um he was like oh did you wear your maga hat and i'm like jokingly complete i hope and i'm like ah, you know must have left it in my other pants like uh, like yeah. i think there's being like, funny, not a like, funny joke it's really not and then as we're chatting along, he reveals that he lives in fucking San Diego. What? And I'm like, bro, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, we, we didn't... I, I wanted to be like, you know, this is the Orlando chat, yeah. right? Like, bro, you, like, like I, I would accept if you, like, lived in Georgia. I would be like, okay, right up the... <laughs> right up the highway there like we we could make this work i i would i like georgia i'll make the drive um yeah like, yeah especially now it's like i don't have anything else to like to really care like you know to i'll, I'll yeah i'll drive like six hours at this point like i don't care <laughs> like <laughs> whatever it takes I and I I should have asked. I should be like, are you planning on like moving here, or like, have you just exhausted the San Diego dating scene and right. moved to? Like, are you just bouncing around the country hoping for the best? And then it was a really weird moment. And he's like, "Can I ask you a question that's a little awkward?" And I'm like, "This isn't awkward enough, sure." Uh, he's like, "Are you Jewish?" And I'm like, "But you look Jewish." And I'm like, "Uh, what?" And he, I mean, I, it was very clear from talking to him that he was, in fact, Jewish. He's like, ah, because I'm Jewish. And I'm like, oh, God, you you live in your mom's house, don't you? Like, not to, not to stereotype, but, like, what's going on here? And I, I, I had to break his heart. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not Jewish. And, like, you could see him deflate a little bit. I'm like, oh, you're trying to find a good Jewish, a Jewish doctor to bring home to Ma? Because it ain't happening. <laughs> yeah yeah honey he's not he's not in this waiting room <laughs> like yeah. like uh i'm unemployed and not jewish your mother will hate me <laughs> <laughs> so i but like uh why why the san diego and of course i'm like i'm in a group chat with my friends nina and meg who've been on the pod before and i'm like this dude's from san diego i don't know what to do with this anymore <laughs> yeah and i was like I, and then so like that and it, it ended so abruptly i looked up to the timer and it was like counting down. i was like oh we have 10 seconds left and then it just it just ends so and i'm like okay well that's over yeah bye <laughs> and then like you get a couple like you get about 30 seconds to kind of refresh and it was so funny like every email every instance they're like refill your drink and i'm like i'm sitting there like i had the bottle of wine at the computer i'm like this is just how this evening is gonna go yeah. and what's so funny i was the only one drinking alcohol oh wow i like because i i forget i think it was the first i think both the first and second guy like saw me take a sip and both of their faces were like oh what are you doing and i'm like they encouraged me to be drunk for this and i'm glad i'm getting there yeah like why why wouldn't you just like grab a drink? You're just sitting at your house. Like try like 
loosen up a little bit with it. Like, Lord knows if this was a real life event, your boy would be drinking. Exactly. Like, this isn't a job interview. Right. I did a um, way back in the day when I lived in Boston uh, and I was on Match.com. They used to do like live in-person mingle events. And I went to one like a psychopath. And <laughs> it was awful. But I did it. And um, it was it was very interesting. But yeah, you best believe I used all my drink tickets um, oh, and then yeah. spent the whole time talking to this one guy who very clearly did not want to be talking to me but i am an introvert and he was like he made eye contact and i'm like haha you're locked in because <laughs> i also think we were like the youngest people there so it was the worst i i i, ugh. I just I, have you ever done have you done anything like that the thought of having to talk <laughs> to a stranger in person with the like hopes of dating them after not ever talking to them before is like beyond me. I go, I just don't even know how to do that. Like I've literally only been hit on once at a bar and like, that's it. Like I, I do all of my dealings online. I, <laughs> I want to just like talk to them with words and charm them that way. I just can't, the thought of like, I think it's just like a thing of like, I'd be afraid that I'd be going into this event and someone would see me and their like face would like, you know, like deflate or something. That's the, that's the thing I have in my head. Like disappointing, disappointing these men that don't, that don't deserve me. But that's what I, that's what I think about when I think of like, even doing it online, like online, I'd feel a little bit better, but like in person, no way. Like I would need to be like fully like three drinks in and someone pushes me in a room and they're like, here, go do this. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I don't think I've ever. No, I did. I met someone in a bar once and we dated and he cheated on me. So that's how that went. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's like I like doing I like talking to them online first because then you can stalk their whole life. Like you can find out everything you need to know before you ever meet them. Whereas someone in real life could be a murderer. Like you don't know their names. Like you have a better idea online because it's like you've got more photos. You could maybe like find their Instagram or Facebook or something like but in real in real life, it's like, who knows? Like you'll never see you can never see this person again. That's true, but I mean, I've had my fair share of like weirdos on online though. Like I last well, time I was yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> last time I was on any of the apps, I just turned it into like I'm just gonna advertise my podcast. That's what this is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> And one of them, I it was Bumble, and we matched, and I ended up shutting off. I was like, and I'm done with the bums. And I, like, turned off my account, but then, like, he DM'd me on my personal Instagram and was like, hey, we matched on Bumble, but then I think I accidentally unmatched us. 
and I remembered the name of your podcast, and so I found you that way, and I'm like, boy. Yeah. Stop that. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not worth that. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. I had someone, oh my gosh, yeah, I had someone do that to me recently, and I don't remember giving them very much detail, but I had, like, been talking to him, and I said something about, like, my business and I mentioned I mentioned that it was like slow or something and he was like he made a comment that made it seem like well you should just be doing more to like make it better or something and it pissed me off like and it may be that he wasn't like meaning it in that way but it made me mad the way he said it because I'm just like I just got mad at him and and I was basically like, I said, I'm like, I know my business and you don't know my business. So don't like tell me how to run my business. So I unmatched him. Well, he found me on Instagram, my business Instagram. He DM me and he was like saying that like ghosting was a turnoff for him. Boy, this wasn't ghosting. I unmatched you. Like... <laughs> Oh, that's so creepy. Like, it wasn't that I ghosted you, bro. I literally unmatched you. Like, so maybe don't find me because I don't want to be found. Yeah, I actually made yeah. a point after the event last night to Google Josh Podcast Orlando to make sure I didn't pop up because I was like, I would feel really bad if any of them heard this because, like, <laughs> you weren't bad people. You were just people... I mean, no, the second guy, honestly, the only vibe I got from him is like he would murder me in either my sleep or a dark alley, whichever opportunity arose first. <laughs> so because he uh, I and I, I, I want to chalk it up to just sheer exhaustion because he uh, he was a nurse. Yeah. But like it, it started like the conversation started off rough, like I was getting like one word answers out of him. I hate and those. I'm like. Like, I, okay, cool. You saw me. I'm probably not your ideal match. You're stuck with me for the next seven minutes. Let's just get this over with, please. And I ended up, like, getting getting him to talk a little bit. Um, but, like, and he, I don't know what he was doing, but, like, he kept, like, either tapping something or something was making a weird clicking noise the entire time we're talking. And I'm like, I don't know how to get out of this chat, bro. So, like, just suck it up and shoot the shit with me for like two seconds because yeah. like i'm not your ideal match i'll be honest you're not mine but like let's tough it out let's just tough this out please yeah it's like just and have fun you. with it like at this point it's like you have nothing to lose so just be a weirdo even you know like just be silly or anything like and that's one thing that i hate about dates too is like whenever you get someone that's kind of a dud and you f almost feel like you're performing for them like yep. you're at my I've said it before to someone but I feel like I'm at an open mic but I'm the only person that signed up and <laughs> everyone in the audience is just staring at me waiting for me to like perform for them and it's like this isn't fair like you should have to be talking too. like why am I the one that's carrying this conversation? That always makes me really mad because I always <laughs> try it. Like, even when I'm texting someone, 
I try and text them in a way, if I'm interested, I'm texting them in a way that's going to like provoke a response, you know? Yeah. I'm not just saying haha or like LOL or like yes or no answers. I'm saying something that they can latch on to and provide some sort of response. Like, is it that hard, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, because like I hate, I, I hate having to be that that performer the entire time like i i'm i'm not that outgoing like people don't believe me when i i try to explain that i'm introverted and i'm like no i really am like i can put on a good show and like if i'm comfortable yeah i'll go i'll go nuts but like i it takes a lot of energy to be like that and if you're not getting anything back i'm like why like you're not worth the performance <laughs> I hate, I hate it, I hate it, I hate, I hate it so much. So it was just, it was awkward. And then that ended, and I get my third dude. And I know this wasn't the case, but like, had he not been, he was a, like a resident director at um, UCF. Okay. And had he not been in his, like, little apartment that I don't know how UCF does their their residence halls or their dorms. Um, but like had he not been like if I did not know that information, I would have just assumed that he was in his mom's basement. Um uh, he very sweet. Like very, very sweet. But like I like I would have been forced to have a Lord of the Rings themed wedding. I'm just gonna call it now. <laughs> like, hey, that might be fun. <laughs> Um, I mean, we had a, we had a great conversation. We ended up talking about um, we just like we shot the shit about like books, um, and we because uh, he mentioned that he like had the day off and was like reading. And I'm like, oh, what are you reading right now? And he told me the book, and I was like, I have never heard of that. And he said it was like a mix between Avatar: The Last Airbender and something else that I can't remember because I've chosen to just black out all that information. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, sounds fun. And he's like, yeah, I'm just really into fantasy and stuff. And we ended up, uh, we ended up talking about the Animorphs books, uh, which, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know that that's right, that's my jam. And uh, it was a really great conversation. But I, I'm just like, I, I don't see, like, you, you're somebody that I think would be fun to be friends with, yeah. and have conversations. But like, that's that's really about it and um the like the wind down happened and then the weirdest fucking thing happened after like he went away the event ended oh 20 minutes in after talking to three people they're like yep that's it because it turns out only four of us showed up out of all the people that signed up oh my gosh <laughs> and like you you know it's bad when like I, I I sat there in like disbelief because I'm like I <laughs> I spent all day hyping myself up for this. I was like nervous to the point of wanting to vomit in the minutes leading up to this. I put on clothes for this. Like I spend my days in my PJs. Like I did my hair. I looked good. I like I tried, and then it just ended. And I'm sitting there, and like two minutes later. I get an email from the company that was, it didn't exactly say this, but this is what I like to believe it said. 
it was just like, well, that fucking sucked. So if you want to do one of our events again, it's on us. And I'm like, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then I, I looked and the problem became, um, cause so the company is, it's, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm based on the name of the company alone. I'm guessing they're based out of England. Um, it's called my cheeky date.com and they do, <laughs> um, I love that. Right? Oh, it's great. And so they do, they actually are doing in-person speed dating right now for the, the straighties. Um, but apparently the gays, we can only be online. Um, and then they have my cheeky gay date.com and that's where I went. Oh. And the, the next, the next event is for lesbians. And I emailed him back and I'm like, so yeah, you, you got any more Orlando dates coming up? Because I'm not going to lie. The next group is really not my crowd. <laughs> and he he was just like yeah just keep an eye on on the dates and like just shoot me an email whenever you're ready to sign up and so i actually considered like doing atlanta um because they have one coming up on the 25th yeah and i'm like that wouldn't be too bad but if it's like all of four people again like i i don't want to get myself all psyched up again because it took a yeah. lot out of me and it was depressing and i emailed him back and i'm like ah you know I'll keep an eye out you know and if you know any sooner like in the next 12 hours or so let me know because i'm actually planning on talking about this on my podcast and i think he took that to mean that i had nothing but good things to say and it wasn't necessarily that it was bad it just was not uh ideal yeah so, I mean, I'm excited to try it again, and I definitely will, because um, somebody invested in me to invest my time in this, so why not? And now that I know what to expect out of it, in terms of, like, the structure, I'm like, okay, this wasn't that bad. Yeah. But we'll see. But I I'm also, like, at... I part of me would love to do a live one. Mm -hmm. mostly because i miss social interaction yeah i'm looking at their website and they have they have one they have like an online one and then they have ones in person like a week from now at some place on sixth street here in austin yeah but i'm like i don't also it's very interesting like the <laughs> online one it says like ages 24 to 36 and it's like, I'm 35. Like, I don't want to talk to a 25 year old, but then like the, and the funny thing is then like the in-person ones, one of them is 25 to 39. One of them's 24 to 38. Like one of them's 32 to 44. The ages are all random. I, I think I would do the, maybe the 32 to 44. That's more my, in yeah. my range, but um, but also, like I, I said, I don't want to go somewhere in person. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be like, I want to, but I don't want to. Yeah, it's like, I just don't want to like, I don't want to walk into a place. And then like, at least if it's online and only four people show up, then it's like, all right, I'm that's whatever. Now it's over. But like actually going to a location, a bar on 6th Street, and you walk in and there's five people there like i'd be like oh well i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> and i will the problem and the problem right now with masks is that you can't tell 
Oh, what yeah, a it, can, it can disguise a lot. Yeah, which is why I love it, because my best yeah. features are my eyes. So if that's all you can see, then we're in a good position. Oh, yeah, yeah. A mask like, hides any, like, double chin. It, like, you don't have to worry about, like, lipstick or if there's, like, like your teeth or got anything in your teeth. Like, it's great. Yeah, then, like, I'll just get a drink with a straw. Just stick that straw right up in there. Life mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. But I, that's, because, like, even, like, we went to, um, my friend and I went to Toothsome uh, Chocolate Emporium at Universal, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's he's still a, a handsome fellow. But like, I I just fell in love with the bartender. Like, if like I I and I was I actually posted on Twitter. I was like, Hey, Twitter, should I leave my number for the bartender right now? Because <laughs> I'm I'm drinking on an empty stomach, so I'm feeling cocky. Um, I ended up not because towards Towards the end, um, he made a comment that made me think that he would not be into me leaving him my number. <laughs> um, which, I mean, it was nothing like derogatory or bad, but I was just kind of like, ah, I feel like I would just be barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Um, which is why gay dating is the worst, because you first have to play the game of like, all right, would you be into this or would you not? like <laughs> yeah like are actually, you just being friendly or are you like do you play for my team like <laughs> yeah because that's the other problem like if you're like because he's you're also a bartender and i know how bartenders <laughs> operate like i i have flirted with many a lady for the tips <laughs> so like i oh believe me if i need to i can i can lay it on thick because i want your money so it's 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 a tough call and i the the problem now is I know that uh, my old general manager for the restaurant that I used to work for is now at Toothsome. Oh. And I'm kind of tempted to be like, I know he is your employee, but like, could you give me the down low on this gentleman? Um, who I'm not going to say his name because, God, the last thing I need is one of my listeners to show up at Toothsome and be like, hey, Josh thinks you're cute. <laughs> and then him being like I, what the fuck um but i yeah i i just that's that's actually the the only run-in i've had with anyone cute maybe <laughs> yeah and i feel like and i just feel like in this time it's like we're just extra horny it's like you know just really for any like i'm like any interaction you're like oh like they like this is like i've i don't know you have like a like anytime that i've been in public i'm just like being a little bit more charming to like the person that i'm talking to because it's like i don't have anyone else to talk to so i'm gonna lay it on to the like the guy at the the pie place where i go get little tiny pies (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i mean i'm at the point now i'm because i i just got hbo max so i'm watching all of impractical jokers on there Oh, yeah. And I had a moment the other day. I'm like, am I attracted to Q? Oh, I'm I, I'm really attracted to Q. I like, have we talked him. about how I am like a like Impractical Joker stan? No, I know you are, but we yeah. have not. Because I like I, I got into it because my friend Erica got me into it. And then I would like randomly watch it 
when I was staying in hotels because I don't have cable. So I've had like zero access to it if I'm not in a hotel. And <laughs> then I saw that it was on HBO Max and I'm like, well, here we go. And yeah. so I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I think I just started season six is where I'm that's at high. right now. Um, that's good. Like I said, like, I feel like that's a good, like the, the early seasons, you're getting to know them. It's still a little rough, but yeah, as they really like, they've like figured out their roles by this point. And so, yeah, like Q has just this like way about him where he like doesn't give a shit about anything. But he also like has this really great like he gets like some gray in his hair and he's <laughs> and he like he like gets his like hair under control and he looks really good. Like yeah. he's got and a he really good like <laughs> moment in in like those like middle to late seasons where it's like, oh Q is like he looks really good. <laughs> and he likes cats. He's got kitties. He loves cats. Yes, he loves, loves, loves cats. Like, yeah, he's he's perfect. Like, I don't think he'll ever, like, I've been listening to him on a podcast for years, and I don't think he'll ever get married. I feel like he, like, doesn't believe in love. But, yeah, he's a, he's, he's like a, you know, he's like a white whale. He, you know, he's just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's I just need my I need my cue, please. Yeah. Like I because there was one episode um I had like stepped out, I was like in the kitchen, like putting my dishes away or something from dinner, and I just I catch the tail end and it's like Joe like yelling out, Oh, it's one of the rare moments where Q takes off his shirt, and I'm so hard up right now that I'm like, hold on, rewind that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just where I'm at as a human being. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, I I agree. I think we're just I I mean I try to be nice to everybody, especially anyone that's working. But like, I don't know where they did like their hiring event for my target because it's brand spanking new. It just opened up this summer. Um, but I feel like every gay in Orlando works there. <laughs> oh, what did what did you wear? Um, I wore I mean I wore jeans. Not that anyone could see them. Um, and then I wore a really nice, uh, it's nice. It's a t-shirt, a black and white striped t-shirt. And then over that, but unbuttoned, I wore a red flannel and some people listening might be like, wait, you wore stripes with flannel. Don't you know fashion? And I will remind you that no, I do not. Um, <laughs> no, but that's like a total like hipster move. Like a, it's a, that's a look. I, I, I think it looks good. Yeah. I, I like it. Like I the had, black uh, white, yeah, black and white stripes with the flannel is like totally a thing. Like, if you were straight, I would be all over it. <laughs> like yeah, that's so just I, my, that's like my weakness. It's like a little hipster boy. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, a black and, not, and white striped T-shirt does it itself. Add like a denim jacket or a flannel, and I'm just like done. Yeah, over. I've been, I mean, I've, I mean, it's mostly because I own a lot of cake-worthy items. Yeah. So I have a lot of flannel. <laughs> and I mean, I love a good flannel. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a hipster by any stretch of the imagination. But like, if I look good and I'm comfortable, then I don't give a shit. Well, was anyone else wearing anything good of note? 
No, I was the best dressed person there. And that takes like it takes work for Josh to be the <sighs> best dressed person in a virtual room or any room. Like, come <laughs> on. Like the 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 first guy. I think he might have had like a polo shirt on. I really don't remember now. Like I've like full blown blocked this all out of my memory. Um, the the nurse and the, like yeah, the next two guys both had t shirts on. Mm. Like I like I I at least tried a. Maybe that was my problem. Is I I tried too hard. But that's also just. I have a question though. What. What would have happened? Was there anything where you like rate them to like say like yes, I'd like to talk to this person again? Like, like did they do anything like that, or is it just like if you like each other, were you supposed to exchange information while in the chat? No, you. So you, um, while you're chatting with them, you had there's a little button that you could click match on. So you, like it's oh, okay. it's all and it, like the whole thing's moderated by somebody. So there is a quote unquote host that is there in case there's any problems. So if somebody's being like rude or gross, you can report them. Um, mm -hmm. So you've got like the report a problem button and then you've got the match button. And then when it's all over, it shows you everybody's name again and you can click on who you want to match with. And if you both match Tinder style, you'll get an email with their with their email, basically. Um, needless to oh. say, Josh got no emails, mostly because <laughs> Josh did not match with anybody. <laughs> Aww. Like if I had to put money on it, I would say the first and the third guy probably matched on me. Mm -hmm. I, I just like from the word go, the nurse was just not having it with me, yeah, at all. Um, and I'm like, you're stuck with me, so we're gonna make weird conversation. <laughs> but yeah, that that's what that was. I mean, so I like it was. It would it was fun. Like I wish it had been longer. I was really disappointed about that. So hopefully next time and I will do it again. And I would if anyone tries it, if you try it, I definitely want to hear about it. Yeah. Please. Maybe by then both of us will have done it again and that'll that'll start season two of the single writer podcast. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I still have plenty of theme park dating horror stories that I can I can throw oh, your good. way. Yeah. And yeah. Because that's what make. we want to hear. That's what we care about on my podcast. I mean, people enjoyed our, our HHN horror stories. I had a lot of people reach out like, I heard you on Casey's podcast. You're hilarious. I'm like, cool, will you please come listen to mine? <laughs> <laughs> Just do me that favor, please, for the love of God. Someday I'll get better at marketing it, but like, life is hard. Yeah, it so, is. I so thank you for thank you for coming on and hearing my horror stories. I'm fascinated by it. Like like you almost have me sold on it. Like you need a uh like a you know a affiliate link or something cuz now I'm like that would be interesting, but I don't know if it's $27 interesting. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, that was like that's why I was like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that if you would, if you did what I did and like put it up to your followers, yeah, they would, they would definitely do it. All I did, like within minutes, I had people donate, like that, f mostly because they like to see me suffer. But like, I, I was like, hey, I want to do this. This is the cost of it. Here's my Venmo. Who wants to? <laughs> 
sponsor my virtual speed date. <laughs> and 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 they did. So thank you, Joe, for that. I know you don't listen to podcasts, but uh, Joe, this is all your fault. <laughs> uh, but try it, try it. I I encourage it because then then you can come on and and talk about it and hopefully have talked to more than three people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just I I would hope that there would be more than three, but you never know. I mean, I don't know, but you only need one to make a connection. It's true. Like I really, I, I, that, I can't even like say that with a straight face. Right. <laughs> I think. I mean, I think the the other problem is I don't think that like I I only found this because I was like actively looking for it. Yeah. I don't think they advertised well enough. Because like I I know there like there's more than four gays in Orlando. I've been to Disney, <laughs> like. <laughs> but and like also like uh, right now twenty twenty eight dollars is a pretty steep price. But I mm-hmm. I do really enjoy that they're like, hey, this didn't go well, so come back and try again. And I kind of wonder like if you go through and don't get any matches do they do the same thing? Because, like, they know if you didn't get any matches. So I wonder if they're like, you can keep trying. Especially since the, it, like, literally costs them nothing to host this. Like, yeah. they, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the the girl who was our host, like, she read off a script. Like, she was very obviously reading off a script and is, like, there to just kind of moderate it. But, like, I'm pretty sure she doesn't get paid a whole lot of money. So... These maybe I need maybe that's what we need to figure out how to do is is maybe we need to host these. <laughs> maybe I wonder. I w- we probably could. Oh my god! Yeah. We'll chat. <laughs> we'll chat. Yeah, because you could do like break. Like you could do like breakout rooms in Zoom, and you can like assign certain people to the breakout rooms and stuff. Can you? Yeah, because I was in a Zoom once, and they put me in a breakout room with other people that I think they assign. So, I, but I don't know about that. Like I've I've been in one, like with friends, and they like pushed it to like breakout rooms and stuff, and they put certain people in them. I don't know how they did it, but it happened. So I I actually am going to be on a massive Zoom call tomorrow night because we're doing we're doing a surprise Zoom party. Mm-hmm. And I'm hosting it, which I've never done before, so it should be very interesting. Um, I might, uh, might like sit and play because I've, I don't spend any time on Zoom. I've been on like maybe like four Zoom calls total, and I don't know what I'm doing. So I might, I might have to play around with that. Oh, um, if we can figure it out. Oh, you and I can host the single writers. The single writer, Zoom date. yeah. And we can be cheaper and just charge like. 10 bucks a head mm-hmm. and we just split the profit <laughs> and people fall in love and we help people find love mm-hmm. but more and importantly the- we make like 20 dollars <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the two people that show yeah. <laughs> and then we just sit like okay well since there's only two of you just go ahead and talk we'll mute ourselves and we just sit and watch them uh-huh. <laughs> That would be ideal. Oh, well, I'm going to have to figure it out. We'll chat. We'll chat. Yeah. We might have just started a whole new 
enterprise. Sure. Yeah. Oh, genius. So where where can where can the listeners stalk you and send you <laughs> creepy messages? Creepy DMs. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Casey and the Bear. And I host the Single Writer Podcast, which um, is at Single Writer Pod on Instagram. And I'm also part of um, a podcast about Animal Crossing called Resident Services. And our <laughs> Instagram is, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's Residence Pod. <laughs> but you can find, just search Resident Services on, you know, on your iPod stuff and I'm really great at this. I usually have a script, um, but yeah, but but yeah, single writer podcast and resident services and Casey and the Bear. Yay! Well, Yay. and that'll all, of course, be in the show notes. Per usual, you can find me on Instagram at Avoiding Neverland, on Twitter as Josh Gunderson. My book, You're Doing It Wrong, a mixtape memoir, is available wherever books are sold. You can find the Millennial Agenda all over your favorite social media on Instagram and Facebook as the Millennial Agenda and Millennial AG Pod on Twitter. And you can now support the podcast on buymeacoffee.com and receive access to bonus content, as well as all sorts of other fun things while helping cover costs of the podcasting. And please be sure to rate and review on your favorite podcasting platform because like that's awesome and helps other people see this amazing podcast. And like, who doesn't want to hear my speed dating horror stories? No I one. Know. Very to. important content. Like, you're welcome, world. Uh, with that, thank you all so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Wear your goddamn mask. Yeah, that was my day, was snuggling goats and being accosted by geese. <laughs>